All right, let's get going over. Today's daf is daf Tesvav. All right, so we pick up from Maishna Hasam, which is on the fifth line of daf Tesvav. And the Gemara is going to begin with a Shaila. Okay, not really a challenge, more of a Shaila. In order to understand the Shaila, we need to quickly turn back to daf Yud Beis Amad Aleph at the two lines from the bottom on 12a. Yud Beis Amad Aleph, the Gemara brought a Brisa, which. Uh, speaks about when a person picks a vegetable before Rosh Hashanah, before the sun goes down on Erev Rosh Hashanah, then he picks more vegetables after the sun goes down. So the the vegetables that are picked prior to Rosh Hashanah is going to go with the previous year's miser, and whatever's picked after the Rosh Hashanah of the new year will be with the next year's, which makes sense. And if you turn to the top of Amud Beis, Yud Beis Amud Beis 12b, the Brisa says, well, you should know that also if when you picked it, it was the thir- second year of Shemitah going into the third year of Shemitah, so then not only do the mice, not only do, it, do the meisers need to be kept separate, but you're gonna, going to take different types of meiser as well, right? Because the second year of Shemitah cycle, the meiser that you take is meiser rishon and meiser sheni. The third year of the, meiser, of the Shemitah cycle, the meiser is meiser rishon and meiser ani. The miser to the poor. So the the brisa over there on Dafya Bays made that discrepancy, that the example given between crops picked prior to Rosh Hashanah and after Rosh Hashanah is going to be going from the second year to the third year of a Shemitah cycle. Now, what we're coming off of in our Gemara is on the bottom of 14b, Yudalarama Bays, the brisa gave an example of a situation where somebody's going from year three into year four. In year three, you take my Rishon and my Ani, like we just said on Daf Yud Beis. And on year four, you're taking my Rishon and my Sheni. So either way, whichever Brysa you look at, the Brysas are just giving examples. One Brysa is mentioning an example of when you pick some vegetables in the second year and some vegetables in the third year. Another Brysa gives an example when you pick vegetables in the third year and the other ones in the fourth year, okay? See, we're gonna start out with a Shaila and say, why are these two Brysas changing the examples? Why does it, one Brysa need to say year two going into year three, and the Brysa of the Esraigim is talking about year three going into year four, all right? So let's read this inside, here we go. The fifth line from the top of Tesvah Why on Daf Yud Beis Amad Aleph to Yud Beis Amad Beis do we give an example of Second year of Shemitah cycle going into third year of Shemitah cycle. Why over here on the bottom of 14b by the Esraigim do we give an example of the Ketanim third year of the Shemitah cycle going into the fourth year of the Shemitah cycle? Why the change in example? All right? So, what our answer is the Bryce is giving us an additional idea, an additional lesson. The By Esraigim, it's Koshele Yada, that the hands are very difficult for the tree. Now let's explain why. Because even though, you know, we're explaining that esraigim have a different characteristic than other fruits and vegetables. So you may very well have an esraig tree that does not, the esraigim themselves, it's during the Shemitah year, but the esraigim themselves do not yet have Kedusha. But think about it. Even though it doesn't have Kedusha, it's out in an open field. The owner can't really protect this. So people are going to be, you know, entering his field, picking particular fruits, particular vegetables, whatever it may be. And since they're going to have, you know, random people are permitted to enter the fields, 
Because everybody's messing around with it, so um, it does not ultimately, um, you know, uh, bear fruit until the end of three, the third year. Okay? Because it takes longer. People are messing around with the trees. What is considered a new year for an Esroig? Amar Lei Shvat. Shvat the Chadosh, my Shvat the Tkufa. We're talking about the Shvat, the month of Shvat, or the Tkufa of Shvat when it comes to the seasons, the constellations, which actually can start a little bit earlier than Rosh Chedesh Shvat. Amar Lei the Chadosh. The Rosh Chedesh for, for uh, an Esroig is going to begin in the month of Shvat. Bomini Rabba Mir Nachman. Rabba asked the question from Rabba Nachman. Rabba Miller Vyechem Mir Vyanai. Some people say Vyanai has a Shiloh from Vyanai. Hey, it's a Shonim Uberis Ma. What happens if it's a leap year? Gavaldik Shiloh. Okay? So, you now have a 13 month year. The month of Shvat comes right before Ador. So, do we say that Rosh Chaydesh for an Esrog is, is two months prior to Nisan? Usually, and that's what's going. Usually, it's going to be Shvat. Or do we say that two months prior to Nisan and a leap year is going to be Adar Aleph? Okay, that's the Shaila. Amar no halacha Yeah, you always. It's always going to be Shvat. Meaning, it's not about two months prior to Nisan. What matters is just the name Shvat. Okay, whenever you have the month Shvat, that automatically starts the new year for Esrog. Amar Rabba Rabba says that blossomed in the sixth year and and completes its growth in the Shemitah year. There's no obligation in Meiser. Now, if there's no obligation in Meiser, we're giving it the Kedusha of Shemitah. Because during Shemitah, everything is Hefker, everything is ownerless. You don't need to take Meiser from that. So, that means we're following the picking over here, right? Because it blossomed in year six, and now it's picked in year seven, and we're saying there's no obligation in Meiser. That seems to imply that, that um, it has the seventh year status. But it's also putter from beer. Usually, uh, we know that Shemitah is Hefker, it's ownerless, but the owner himself can take it just as much as anybody else. However, you can't take so much wherein, um, you know, once the field is empty and your house is stocked, you know, and say, oh, I made it ownerless. No, you didn't. You kept, you're keeping it all in your house, right? So Allah is that once there's nothing left out in the fields for the animals, you have to remove what the produce that you have stocked up in the house. And also in uh, Esrit, which started growing in the seventh year, blossomed in the seventh year, and was picked in the eighth year. It's also going to be Potter in Meiser, Okay, and it's going to be Chayav in Beer. Now, if it's Potter in Meiser, that means we're giving it the Kedusha of Shemitah from the blossoming. Okay, and before it seemed to be from the picking. But here we're giving it from the blossoming, and we're saying Bechayav Beer, and it's also obligated in Beer. So Amr Abai Abai says, one second. In the Sefer, you want to say we're going to be machmir, and we're going to say that um, you got to remove it from your house, Beseder. Okay, so we'll say, listen, you're not sure how to judge an asterisk. Do you follow the, the blossoming, or do you follow the picking? So we'll say, always be machmir, right? However, el but in the first case, where it blossomed in year six and picked in year seven, petura min amai, why do we say it's putter from beer, darmin and zil basar chanata, if you're going to say you don't have to remove it from your house, it must be that we follow the blossoming, which was the sixth year, and therefore it doesn't have Kedusha Shemitah. Since, no, since the holiness of Shemitah, I don't need to remove it from my house. But one second, if I don't need to remove it from my house because there's no holiness, why am I putter from Meiser? I should be obligated to Meiser. 
So Rabbi says back to Abai, Yad Hakol Misham Shabbat, everybody's touching it during the seventh year, Ba'at Armit Miser, you're going to say it's obligated Miser, since, bottom line, people are walking through the guy's field, and um, and people can be taking, people ultimately, the, the guy has to assume, the owner has to assume, they're going to be, the same way they're plucking his other stuff, they're going to be plucking his Esraigim. Obviously, we're dealing with a field that is not completely Esraigim, there's other things that people are taking as well. So, it's basically Hefker, right? And since basically Hefker, we're going to uh, say that it is putter from Meiser. So if Amruna, if Amruna says, says, when you have Esrik of year six, that goes into year seven, it does not have the Kedusha of Shemitah, it's considered the sixth year. And when it blossoms in year seven and plucked in year eight, that has the Shemitah. According to Rab Hamnuna, the halacha is you follow the blossoming. That's a challenging question. And that's the sixth year that goes into the seventh year. All right, so Pater from Meiser, we're assuming it has the status of the blossoming in year six. Also Pater from Beer, because it's year six. The only time you're obligated in Meiser is if both it blossomed and was picked at a time of Meiser obligation. And it was blossomed in year 7 and picked in year 8. Also, okay? it has to have both the blossoming and the picking in the same year. Now, if you're going to say that, if this price is correct, which it seems to be, right, that the only time you're obligated in Meiser um, is when it blossoms and is picked in the same obligatory status, or something as a Kedusha of Shviyas, if it grows and is picked during Shemitah, that is not like any of the previous ideas, right? Previously, all the conversations were, what happens if it starts in year 6 and ends in year 7, or starts in year 7 and ends in year 8? Here we're saying, there's no such thing. The conversation doesn't start, because you need both the blossoming and the picking to be in the exact same status. So both, uh, this price is going to be a contradiction on both previous statements. Says the Gemara, very good, you're right, it's, a, it's a, going to be a question on both previous statements. However, these statements also have their own price of backing them up, and therefore they're not blown out of the water. Tanoihi, it's actually a machlekas tanoim, the tanya, because you learned in a price. Thomas gave testimony in front of Chamisha Zakenim. In front of five uh, five elders, esrog achar lekita lemaiser by an esrog, and once an esrog obligated to tithe from the time it is picked. Rabbi Sim Nimnu Usha of Amru thought the Chavim took a counting, took a vote in Usha, and they gave a psak achar lechitasa bein lemaiser bein l'shmita, right bein l'shvius. That that uh, we follow the picking not only as far as the laws of maiser, but also as far as the hilchas shmita. Says the Gemara, we didn't say otherwise, right? All we all all, all that was said was the laws of Meiser. Why is Rab we say oh? But the Rabbanon said no. It's Meiser and Shemitah. Who said otherwise? Shvias Mandukar Shmei. Who's talking about Shemitah? Who said that Shemitah would have had a, a would be otherwise? And you follow the picking. We now turn to Amud Beis. Says the Gemara, Chsurei Machsurei Baki Gitani, that there's a missing piece of the Brisa and Baki Gitani, and this is how the Brisa should be. Red esrog achad lechitasi lemaiser, and esrog, as far as the laws of maiser, you follow the picking. Vachar chanata lishvias, and as far as the laws of shmita, you don't follow the picking; you follow the blossoming. 
but the Chachamim argued on that, and they gave a final psak. There's no difference between Meiser and Shvius. And even though the Tanakam of the Brisa says that by laws of Shemitah you follow the blossoming, the Rabbanon ultimately Paskin, that's not true. You always follow the picking, period. Now, what did this just do for us? This gave us a beautiful answer. Because we had a question on... On, uh, uh, we had a question on Rabba and Rav Amnuna. We said, you know, according to Rabba and Rav Amnuna, there's a difference between whether it, it blossomed in year six and picked in year seven, or blossomed in year seven and picked in year eight. I, we asked on them from the Brisa, the only time there's even a conversation starter is when both the blossoming and picking take place under the same halachic status. And the Gemara's point proving from here, that's not true. There's other Tanoim that disagree and say that even when it grows in year six and is picked in year seven, or grows in year seven and is picked in year eight with, under different statuses, still um, we're going to follow the, the picking, there's no longer a question on Rabbah and Rav Hamduna. Period. End of that conversation, challenge on them. Itmar, we learned Rabbi Yechanan, Lakish, the, the uh, beloved brother-in-law, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Lakish, Amri Tavayu, they both agree, yeah. Baruch Hashem, they're agreeing. Rabbi Yechon and Rishlakis argued on a lot, a lot of things, right? The Chazal teach us, the Gemara says, that after Rishlakis passed away, Rabbi Yechon could not be consoled. They were chavrusas, and they gave Rabbi Yechon the top bacher in the base medrash to learn as a new chavrusa, and he still wasn't consoled, and they asked him why. And Rabbi Yechon said, when I learned with Rishlakis, he used to bring many, many proofs why I was wrong. And my new chavrusa brings me many, many proofs while I'm right. And therefore, I don't like such chavrusas that are always telling me I'm right. I need somebody to challenge me over here. But over here, Rabbi Yechon and agree. When an esrog blossoms in year six and is picked in year seven, it takes on the laws of the sixth year. It does not have the holiness of Shemitah. Okay? He also Ravan Amar Vichon. When Ravan came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the name of Ravichon, who was the Godel Ador in Eretz Yisrael, Esrog Bashisha Shenichnesas Bashishas Shenichnesas Lashvias, an Esrog that starts in the sixth year and is plucked in the seventh year. Afilu Kazayis Venasas Kikar. Even ready for this? It started out so small, the size of an olive in year six, and the, it's the size of a loaf of bread in year seven. It's a Yemen. It's a Temani Esrog. Yeah. So you could see very clearly that a majority of its growth took place in Shemitah. Still. You're obligated if you don't miser it. Meaning it has the kedusha of the blossoming, does not have the kedusha of the picking, and this is how we paskin lehalacha. Period. Okay. Now we are going to continue focusing on esraigim. All right, let's go. Tan Rabban the Rabbi Zeron, so should we. When you have a tree where the fruits started to blossom before Tu Bishvat. All right. Now again, according to Beis Hillel, Tu B'Shvat is the start of a new year for trees. So If it's before Tu B'Shvat, so it's Maiser with the previous year's produce. If it, if it was after Tu B'Shvat, it's going to be with the next year's produce. When is that true? With a tree that has two brechas, two, young, two uh, sets of younglings, um, in in uh, in the same year, we're familiar with the word brechais from earlier, and we were talking about chicken coops um, as far as the laws of yomtiv, right? So, 
Uh, usually, breiches are referring to young birds. Shnei breiches of the What do you mean, trees that produce birds? What does that mean? Only time that um, it it uh, when what what does Reb Mechemia mean when he says talking about a tree that gives off fruit twice a year. Okay, now but a tree that produces once a year. Even if the fruits start to blossom before two bishvat, then you're always going to tie it with the next year. You're going to follow the picking. You're not going to follow the blossom. All right? So Nechemia is qualifying the b'risa. Again, the b'risa says that if it blossomed before two bishvat, then it goes with that year. of the, You follow the blossoming. If it blossoms after two bishvat, you follow the picking. Reb Nechemia says that is only true when there's two sets of, of fruits from that tree. But when any tree that has one set of, of fruit, even if it blossoms before two bishvat, it's still going to be counted with the next years from the time that it is picked. Meiser. Omer Vichin Vichin says, When it comes to the Caribs, we paskin like Reb Nechemia and we follow the picking. Rishlakish now asks a challenging question on his beloved brother-in-law. Ready for this? Are white figs that take a number of years to ripen? Their shmita, okay, is in the second year of a shmita cycle. Listen to this; it's very interesting. These these figs take three years to mature. Yeah, some people mature a little slower than others. Yeah, so. Um, Rish Lakish says to Rabbi Echidon, these white figs, which is a fruit, so they ripen, they're picked in the second year of a Shemitah cycle, but that means they started to blossom in the Shemitah year. Okay, it takes them two additional years to ultimately be picked. So you see from here that even a tree that only has, that, that does not have multiple seasons in a year, like white figs, it's, right, it's much less. It's like one, you know, once every few years it gives off. Still, we say it has Kedusha Shemitah from the time that it blossomed. Because we're saying if you pick it in the second year of a cycle, it still has Kedusha Shemitah because it blossomed in the Shemitah year two years prior. So you see from here that it's an incorrect statement to say that whenever there's less than two seasons, you follow the picking. So Ishtik, Rabbi Yechiren didn't respond. And now we've got to figure out why he was quiet. He should have said back to I'm telling you, Reb you're asking me a psak from the Rabbanon? Yeah? Okay. No, Reb argues on the Rabbanon. That's what he should have said. So says Reb no, he couldn't say that because Reb Lakish would have said back to his brother-in-law, why, why would you be quoting Reb over the Rabbanon? Rabbanon of the majority. Why are you quoting a minority opinion? would have said back, I'm just telling you what people do. And you're telling me you're arguing Allah. I'm talking about people who do follow Rabbi Nechemia. That's what he could have responded. If you follow Rabbi Nechemia, then, right? So the Gemara says, no. Rish Lakish would have said back to him, there's like a theoretical conversation, right? He would have said back to him, when it's, when it's Asr, are people going to follow Rabbi Nechemia? If the Rabbanon argue Rabbi Nechemia, why would people be arguing on that? Rabbi Yechonon should have at least responded to Reish Lakish that I was talking about Caribs 
and your, uh, um, which is the Rabbanon, because you know, a Shemitah is only midaraisa on grain. So I'm dealing with Caribs, and you're asking me from Shemitah, which is the Eraisa, right? Because we were dealing with Hilchus Shemitah, which applies to, uh, which applies to everything. But where are we quoting Rabbi Yechanan? That was as far as Hilchus Caribs are concerned. And uh, maybe when it comes to the laws of Caribs, the Rabbana did not argue on Rabbi Nechemia, and they would agree to follow the year that it is picked, because you're only dealing with a did the Rabbana. So, so um, Rabbi Yechanan should have said that. Rather, Rabbi Yechanan says to me, Hani, I am astonished in Heshiva Reish Lakish Lechuva Zu. If Reish Lakish really even asked this to Rabbi Yechanan in the first place, says Gemara, what do you mean, Im Heshiva? If Reish Lakish said this, Ha'isva, we're telling you the conversation. What do you mean you'd be astonished if he ever said this? We're a little confused here. What, what exactly is the back and forth? Answers the Gemara, Ella Ema, rather say, Im Kibla Rabbi Yechanan Ilay Kibla. He says, here's what, I'm, here's what I'm uncertain about, here's what I'm astonished about. When Rabbi Yechanan was ishtik, when Rabbi Yechanan was really quiet at the end, I'm not sure whether he was quiet because he was stumped and he didn't have an answer and he was kind of like agreeing, or whether he, uh, you know, he just disagreed with Reish Lakish's whole take, his whole challenge, and therefore he felt it wasn't necessary to even, uh, to even respond to Reish Lakish's uh, statement. Okay, period, end of the Gemara, went up to the Mishnah, and Tav Tezayin, and Meralef Bezrem, tomorrow we will pick up from the very top of Daf Tezayin, Amud Aleph. Hold on to your seats. The next number of blood have some beautiful, beautiful Gemara, some beautiful Limudim, lessons, messages in life. And Bez Hashem, we will pick up from here tomorrow evening. Gitanacht.